0: Looking to save your hard-earned cash? Fed up with the forever rising cost of everyday living? And want to know ways of making the most of your money? Then this is the podcast series for you. Get expert advice from financial and consumer journalist Lindsay Cook, along with broadcaster Glenn Thompson. Welcome to the Mrs. Mean Money Show.
1: Yes, and always thank you very much for hitting the subscribe button and uh, enjoying our series, Mrs. Mean Money Show. It's available where you get all your podcasts, of course. Also on the website, mrsmeanmoneyshow.co.uk. You can get in touch with the show that way as well if you've got an idea that uh, you like uh, Lindsay Cook to get her teeth into. Lindsay Cook is, of course, Mrs. Mean. Lindsay is a freelance and campaigning journalist and she's back in the studio looking, uh, I've got to say, Mrs. Mean, as mean as ever. Uh, the sun is doing something to your meanness factor and you're looking very mean today.
0: Oh, I always am. And just going to a supermarket brings out a little bit more meanness.
1: Yeah, but you're not that mean that you don't send cards and stuff to people. I mean, you still send birthday cards, don't you?
0: I do, I do, but I have a husband who's quite a good artist (laughs) and he makes some of ours. Oh,
1: he makes yours. That's a great idea. All right. Today's episode all about cutting mortgage costs, of course. uh, Bank of England interest rates are continuing, as we know, to increase as inflation refuses to fall as fast as the government promised and wages are increasing as well. Not everybody's, I've got to say. The big banks have uh, taken it in turn to withdraw all their mortgage products and then return them at a higher rate. Nationwide, for example, has increased mortgage rates three times in a month. In a way, Mrs Meade, it's hard to keep track of what is going on here, isn't it?
0: It is. And you know, as I was preparing to talk to you, I saw that two-year fixed-rate mortgages are now over 6%. There's a million people who are on fixed-rate mortgages at the moment and will have to remortgage before the end of the year. And they could find their payments have gone up by hundreds of pounds a month, particularly those who are on a five-year fix. They probably took those out when their mortgage rate was 1.5%. And now they're going to find they're at 5.6%, something like that. It doesn't mean that they're paying payments triple because there's capital repayment but it does mean that they're going to have a big shock and there are ways to sort it out it's going to get worse before it gets better and we're going to look at what options may be available yep. to help people cut their mortgage costs or get cash help
1: okay so lots to get through on today's mrs mean money show podcast then on cutting mortgage costs uh, we'll take a look at the mortgage market remortgaging offset mortgages we'll take a look at how to move to a longer mortgage Interest only mortgages, lots to get through, paying off the capital, rents more expensive, mm-hmm. housing benefit for mortgage holders, negative equity. What about renting a room? Banks and building societies help for those in arrears and uh, the overall look at house prices. But let's take a look at the mortgage market generally then, Mrs. Mean.
0: Well, there'll be a lot of people wondering how they're going to cope. By the end of next year, 4 million households will have more expensive mortgages. One of the differences is now is that in the past when there's been a mortgage crisis, most people have been on variable loans and their mortgage rate goes up instantly within a fortnight of the bank rate going up. This time, because people are on two and five-year fixes, and some even on 10-year fixes, they haven't seen their mortgage rates go up yet. They may be worrying, they may be putting money aside, but it's more anxiety Mm. rather than reality for a lot of people. And because of that, spending has not come down as much as the Bank of England would have liked it to have done. And so they keep on putting interest rates up. And that causes more problems for all the people who are on variable rates. There's still about 20% of the market are on tracker or variable rates, and they've seen their mortgage rates go up 12 times already, You know, this time last year, a five-year fix was 2.64%. A two-year fix was 2.34%. So you now are paying £1,580 a month for a 250000 loan, whereas you were paying £1,100 a month before. Now, that's an extra nearly £6,000 a year. So that is a big hole in most people's budgets. You don't have a spare 6000 sitting around. So we're worried that rates are going to keep on going up and the Bank of England and the government don't seem to be doing anything yet, although they have reminded banks that it's their duty to help people. And all the things I'm saying today are things that you should go to your bank and if they won't help, go to a debt advisor and just say, can you help me with this? Some may not do it straight away but if you've got somebody behind you to help you they will do it your mortgage company has an obligation to offer help and it can range from a payment holiday and they all did this during the um, pandemic they were obliged to provide mortgage holidays for I think up to six months that can be enough to get somebody back in control of their finances as they sort other things out you can stretch your mortgage over a longer period that makes monthly payments more affordable basically those who are coming to the end of a fixed rate. You've got to find out when your current deal ends and shop around for a new mortgage. Go to your current lender to start with, see what they can offer you. A mortgage broker might be able to help you as well because you've got to work out your loan to value. That means how much is the mortgage going to be against the value of the property? If you got a five-year fix, it could be that your home is worth quite a bit more than it was when you took out that five-year fix. If you're in a bad area, the price might have gone down. But get a quote from your current lender, yeah. go onto comparison sites, include all the additional upfront fees... The arrangement fees can be, particularly for large loans, can be £1,000 or more. And it can be added to the mortgage, but it's you're paying it in the end. So you've got to compare the overall cost. If you're in arrears or you've missed any mortgage payments in the last 12 months, it's going to be difficult to move. But a small number of companies will help you remortgage with bad credit. Again, a debt advice charity may help you, but you need to get your mortgage square for the moment just to make it possible to move.
1: You know, if you just got yourself into a fixed mortgage for the next couple of years, count yourself lucky. But uh, a lot of folk, uh, as you say, at the start of the podcast today, Mrs Mean, they're going to find it tough, aren't they?
0: Oh, they are. They are. And people don't have spare cash, their salaries haven't gone up as much as they might have hoped they would. Uh, And so even though their salaries might have gone up by 7% in the last year, that's still lower than inflation. You know, it's not just the mortgage bills, it's the energy costs, it's the food bills, it's all coming together. So people have to really look at how they can cut their mortgage payments. And one of the things that works well, if you have a bit of money, quite a few people who are wanting to remortgage have been planning to move from their flat to a house and and been waiting, building up a cushion of money to do so, or they may have inherited a bit of money. If you've got any savings at all, you can use your savings or even your current account balance to reduce your mortgage payments. This is called an offset mortgage. Most of the lenders will do it, but there are brokers that will do it. L&C mortgages will do it. The way it works, if say you've got 30000 and you've got a £100,000
1: mortgage, so you've got £30,000 sitting in your bank account, is that what you're saying?
0: You have, and you've got it there to buy a house later on. In normal conditions, people do build up savings to, to do something like that. Or it may be that an elderly relative will lend you 30000 interest-free so you can offset your mortgage. If you've got a 100000 loan and you've got 30000 you could put into a bank account in the same bank, you then pay interest on only the 70000 And because... The savings rates are so low at the moment, you make quite a chunky difference.
1: This is only going to work, though, if you've got a nice lump in the, in the bank account, or as you say, a relative or grandparents can loan you, you know, 20 or 30 grand. If you haven't got that, you're, you're snookered, aren't you?
0: And in some of the deals, they don't even need to lend you it. Right. If you're, say, alone with Barclays and they have savings with Barclays, then you can use your parents' savings Again, it's obviously negotiate, etc. And it is for a fixed time. It's not for the whole time of the loan. It's just for a period to get you through this time. But it can make quite a substantial difference to how much you're having to pay back each month. Some people use it to reduce the amount each month if they're really up against it or... They use it to reduce the length of the mortgage because very quickly you can reduce the length of the mortgage if you're overpaying. That is one of the ways you can you okay. can do this. Again, you need to talk to a broker, your bank, etc. But it's something they can do and it can make quite a substantial difference mm-hmm. to what you have to pay each month. And the money is still there in the account. So when the market changes and you decide, yes, we can go from our flat to buy a house, you've still got the deposit to do so. And it's not putting all the money into the bank and then not having money available. The other one that a lot of people are looking at at the moment is moving to a longer term mortgage. Nearly one in five first time buyers now take out loans of 35 years or longer. That's one in five, 20%. It was one in 10 a year ago, so that's how quickly it's changed. Um, I mean, that's
1: great because you're extending the time to pay back. It's probably going to reduce the monthly mortgage repayments, but in a way, it's extending the agony, isn't it? If you can afford to pay back quicker, and the more you can put into that mortgage repayment, the better, really.
0: Yeah, it does slash your monthly mortgage payments, and for some people they wouldn't be able to get onto the mortgage market if they were having to pay over 25 years. So it works, and most banks will allow people, because the first year you move in a house or whatever, you're struggling because you're buying stuff and you're getting stuff done. But it's quite possible to increase your mortgage term by, say, 15 years, and then after a couple of years, reduce it down. On a £250,000 mortgage, you can cut your mortgage payments by £400 a month by going from 20 years to 40 years. Now, you're paying a lot more. You pay absolutely tens of thousands of pounds more. So the best thing is to do this. And then when you've got it, either had pay rises or mm. something has made you feel better off, energy prices may come down. Who knows? Food prices may come down. But once you're feeling a bit better, you can reduce the term of your mortgage so that you then are um, mm. paying a bit more a month, but you're getting closer to paying it off. Are you driven by a desire to create change? Dive into From Passion to Purpose, where we unlock the stories of nonprofit trailblazers. Get inspired as leaders share invaluable tips and transformative tales that empower you to make a lasting impact in your community. Tune in and ignite your passion into purpose today.
1: Okay, good advice, Mrs. Mean. Uh, Still to come, interest-only mortgages in just a tick, uh, paying off the capital. Uh, Rent more expensive? Mm. Housing benefits for mortgage holders. We'll take a look at negative equity. We'll take a look at rent-a-room, banks and building societies, helping in, uh, for those in arrears, and also house prices overall. But interest-only mortgages, Mrs. Mean, tell us how these work.
0: They work, you don't pay any capital off while you've got the loan, and you need to check if your current deal is a normal repayment mortgage. You need to find if there are big fees if you want to change to an interest-only loan. But essentially, people used to buy endowment policies to pay off the loan at I the end. Those. These remember hmm. those. Yeah, they fell out of favour because... The endowment never had enough money to pay for the loan at the end. But now all they say is you need a solid repayment vehicle. That means you need to tell your lender how you'd pay it off. And I can remember talking to a a bank manager not very long ago. And he said, quite often people come in and they say, how are you going to pay this off? And they say, dead relatives. In other words, they know they're in their parents will. Their parents are quite elderly and therefore that could be one way, but. Other people I know have come across in the city, every year they get their annual bonus and they take a bit off the mortgage each year and pay it off that way. Others have an investment that's going to mature. It would be silly to take it out now because they get less money than if it did mature. And of course, there's always the bank of mum and dad. So these are things that you can do to make it much cheaper per month to pay and it keeps you in your home, not in arrears, And fairly happy, but you've got to know, they've got to be secure that you are going to be able to pay off the lump sum at the end of the mortgage term.
1: All right, what about paying off the capital then, uh, Mrs Mean? overpaying effectively?
0: Well, that's been popular in the last couple of years, particularly because savings rates were very low and also mortgage rates were very low. And those on cheap fixed rate loans have been able to overpay to reduce their loan, ready to reduce the size of the loan when rates go up. And you can make big headway. If you're still on a 2% mortgage, you can buy paying money back early and most of the banks and lenders will let you pay 10% of your mortgage each year, but you can do it in small amounts each month. It's how you do it, but tell them what you want to do because you don't want to incur an early repayment charge. If you pay over 10%, you get an early repayment charge, and that's silly, that's wasting money. But overall, you're making sure you're reducing the the term of the mortgage. Now, if later on you are in arrears. You can't say, but I paid too much last year. They won't let mm. it balance like that. But overall, a lot of people are trying that at the moment because they're saving any money they've got. If they wanted to put it in savings, they wouldn't get as much benefit as they do by paying off the mortgage, knowing that high rates are coming around the corner.
1: What about renters, Mrs Mean? Mortgage payers may be struggling, but they'll tend to be paying less than renters for their housing costs.
0: Well, they still are, but that may change. But at the moment, in most areas of the UK, renters are paying more on their monthly housing costs than they would if they'd bought the home they lived in. That's analysis from Zoopla, and it goes right up to the first quarter of this year. In the North East, the average monthly rent for a typical rented home is £629, but the average mortgage is £468. Recent Bank of England figures show that rental costs are still slightly higher at 1126 for the country as a whole, whereas it's um, 1123 for mortgages, and mortgages are slowly catching up. But at the moment, renters, landlords, so they're only supposed to increase your rent once a year some of them have high mortgages on their properties that they're letting out and they are really struggling to make a profit or even keep going with their rental properties and many are leaving the market mm. and as they leave the market then rental prices go up and if somebody leaves a tenancy the chances of it being rented out the next time for 20 or 30 percent more than the the previous person was using is very high. So all I'm saying is renters are having a tough time as well as home buyers. It's not... Not just mortgage payers that are having a tough time.
1: Tell us about the SMI loan system. What's that all about? Well, this is the government system
0: that if you fall on bad times, you know, you've got a mortgage and everything works well and then either you're ill or you're made redundant, can't get another job, something like that. The government Support for mortgage interest will help you. You've got to be on universal credit for three months in a row. And you need to pay the loan back with interest when you sell or transfer the home. But it gives you a gap where you can do it. It doesn't pay straight away. And it only pays the interest. It won't pay the capital part because it doesn't want to say the government's buying houses for people. And it takes 39 weeks Mm. to get the claim through. But if you've got this all sorted out and it's coming along, you can build up mortgage arrears. They'll need to be paid off later, but the bank or lender will help you get onto the system. And you don't have to pay any of the loan until you sell a house or you die. And the loan rate, I don't know what the loan is today, but its interest rate charge on the loan is lower than commercial secured lending. It's lower than the mortgage rate. Mm. So it's not going to kill you. And it just gives people a break. And I know from when I worked with a charity, it helped a lot of people who, when they first heard about it, said, oh, that's not going to help me. But often people think they're going to be back in work within 39 weeks. Not always the case, particularly if somebody's had some serious illness so it is something to look Mm. at and find out about and organizations like step change and turn to us know all about it
1: all right thanks for that mrs mean it is the mrs mean money show podcast Uh, taking a look today of course at mortgages yes cutting the mortgage costs Uh, let's move on to our next area then mrs mean and uh, negative equity a lot of uh, homes in negative equity at the moment
0: Not that many, but there will be more if Mm. prices come down and the Office of Budget Responsibility is talking about 10% for. And if people have put a very small deposit down and their house prices come down, then their loan is bigger than their mortgage. And then if they need to remortgage, there aren't that many lenders who offer what's called a negative equity mortgage. So you need specialist help to get it. But those who do will allow you to transfer your negative equity to a new property if you want to downsize. You'll still Expected to pay a deposit, but it's a way out. Yeah. What I'm really saying is don't think it's all over if your house is worth less than your loan. You just need to talk it through, and there are
1: solutions. Okay. Now, if you own your own home and you've got a spare room, something that's always been fairly popular. Is the rent a room scheme, Mrs Mean? Tell us how this works.
0: Well, this is a great scheme because you can get up to 7500 a year from a lodger and you don't pay any tax on it. You don't have to put it on a tax return or anything. It's got to be fully furnished and it's your main home. You'll need permission from your mortgage provider. They shouldn't withhold it. You should tell your home insurer as well. But I know lots of people have used it, particularly... Shortly after they bought a property Mm. and it's just covered things so that they can afford to do up the house or whatever. Seven and a half thousand all in, which is just over £600 a month. So if you charge them for cleaning or laundry or anything of those, that's all included in the seven and a half thousand. If you are charging more, yes, you can rent it out. You can still get the tax-free seven and a half thousand and then pay income tax on the excess. You've got to keep HMRC informed if you're doing that. Overall, it's a good thing. Some people are using it for Airbnb. They let part of their home or let the whole home, if they're in holiday places, for only a few days a year and they can make seven and a half thousand. So it's thinking about it, particularly people who've got a, a second home. They may be able to get you yeah money, rent a room, not everybody has got a second home, they might have inherited it, they're not all wealthy, and it's just making sure everything works. And there are little things like letting out your parking spaces or your driveways.
1: Yeah. Especially if you live fairly close to a railway station or uh, you're a commutable distance to, uh, you know, a main place of work.
0: Yeah, or if you're near Arsenal football ground.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but worth reiterating that, uh, you know, this is if you own your own property, uh, a landlord won't allow this uh, in a rented property.
0: They may do, it depends. Talk to them. They may say no subletting, or they may say, yes, if you get seven and a half thousand, I'll put the rent up slightly if you agree to that, and everything works. In the current climate, landlords are suffering as well as tenants, as well as mortgage payers.
1: Get the permission of the landlord, don't do it behind their backs because it could irk them somewhat. Let's have a look at house prices, Mrs. Mean. The average price of UK properties sold hit a record 372,000 that you're saying last year.
0: And now they are coming down a little bit, but they're being remarkably resilient. The worst um, expectation is that by mid 2024, some people at Capital Economics say that it's coming down 12%. We don't know what's happening yet. They're resilient. I saw something saying that asking prices are down 2%, which is hardly anything. But. That's what's happening. So you've got to bear that in mind as you're trying to remortgage, because that will affect how much you can borrow. And surveyors, I think, who are pricing properties ahead of people getting mortgages are being very cautious because they don't want to overvalue something and then the lender be cross with them.
1: Okay, thanks very much for that, Mrs. Mean. So then, all about cutting mortgage costs today then. They're escalating, as we all know, with interest rates and what have you. Uh, If we could grab one takeaway from you today, Mrs. Mean, on the episode, what would it be?
0: Well, anyone facing bigger mortgage payments should talk to their lender as soon as they can. Apart from anything else, if they get a deal fixed up, if their mortgage finishes, say, in November, they can fix the mortgage now before prices go up even further, and then they can sleep at night. The banks know they're likely to have a million more people seeking help and Mm -hmm. guidance this year. And it's their job to make it work. Downing Street's asked them to do so. The um, Chancellor of the Exchequer's asked them to do so. The FCA's asked them to do so. Don't think you are the only one. It's not your fault that mortgage mm-hmm. rates have gone up. It's not your fault that energy prices went up. It's not your fault that your pay rise hasn't come through. So go talk honestly, yeah. work out all the figures. And um, during the pandemic, the government mandated mortgage holidays. I hope the government will do something, but at the moment, They don't seem to be. And we just have to make it work for ourselves.
1: I think you're absolutely right in what you're saying there. Don't suffer in silence. Don't uh, be waking up in the middle of the night worrying about mortgage repayments. As you say, quite rightly, Mrs. Mean, talk to your lender, have a chat, you know, explore all the different opportunities and avenues. Because, you know, if you suffer in silence, it can lead to all sorts of things, depression, anxiety. It's just not worth it, is it?
0: It isn't. And most of the people who work for the lenders, I know somebody who used to work in one of the big banks um, department for people who couldn't pay their mortgages. Mm. She actually loved the job because she could find solutions for people, people who came on absolutely desperate. And after a couple of conversations, they'd found a system that made it Okay for them. Now, it wasn't perfect, they were still paying more, they were still struggling, but they weren't thinking, will we lose our home next month or whatever. Now, Back in the 90s, people were losing their homes because we had negative equity and we had people unable to afford their their mortgages. Overall, we've seen through the pandemic, cost of living crisis, people are really working hard to look after themselves. I think they'll continue to do so, but the banks need to help them.
1: Good advice, as always, Mrs. Mean. Cutting mortgage costs has been today's episode. Hope very much you've enjoyed what you've heard. If you want any further information, well, there's lots of places to go that uh, do offer that information. Information online as well, Mrs. Mean, aren't there?
0: There are. Step Change, Turn to Us, Christians Against Poverty, Citizens Advice all offer good help. And what's really good about organisations like Step Change is they've got brilliant websites. So before you talk to anybody, you can look through and think, oh, That could work for me. And then you do a little bit of calculating and stuff so you're ready for the first conversation. And as I say, I've worked with people giving advice, etc. And the joy they feel when people sometimes they weep etc but they suddenly see there is a light at the end of the tunnel to use a nice cliche exactly but they can see a way out of it
1: yeah absolutely right so check out our other episodes in the mrs mean podcast series so it's all about uh, saving money of course lots of different uh, episodes to look at and if you've got an idea for a subject that mrs mean can get our teeth into do head over to the website mrs mean money uk. there's a contact the show button at the top of the page and just hit that and you can get through to uh, mrs mean and uh, we can uh, perhaps do a podcast on something you've suggested in the future. We always look forward to hearing from our listeners and Mrs Mean, don't we? Absolutely. Nice to talk to you, whatever you do, over the next seven days until our next episode release. Stay mean, Mrs Mean, won't you?
0: Oh, I will, I will. You've been listening to the Mrs Mean Money Show. If you have a suggestion for Mrs Mean to get her teeth into, head over to Mrs. mrsmeanmoneyshow.co.uk and get in touch via the Contact the Show button. Join us next time and don't forget to listen to the other podcasts in this series and be sure to hit the subscribe button.